Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this great, great blessing to be in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Holy Spirit, visit every single person here and transform us into what you want us to be. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please sit down. All right. Okay. Rudolph, is that you? Good. After church, come and say hello to Lady Reverend. Okay. And tell her you are Rudolph. Good. Yeah. Who else is around? Wow. Beautiful. I see you. Oh. I see you too. I see you. I feel I feel it. I see you. Great. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Verse number 11. John chapter 10. How many of you know this song? Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you. Uh huh. Yeah. I can get enough of you. I'm learning from you, so please don't fail. Okay. So, it's okay. So, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. Do you get it? I want this song to become our church song in this season. You see, like the way we had, Where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? You must be in this place right by my side. I want to feel you. Uh-huh. I want to believe. Experience your mighty presence with me. The Lord thy God in the midst. Good. He's a mighty God. He will save thee. Will rejoice over thee with joy. God in the midst of thee. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. We all know that. Yeah? Good, good. So now, I want us to also learn this other one. Okay. So tomorrow, we are going to send you the song, the, the video, the lyrics. Even if you want the soundtrack, 
will send it to you tomorrow. This means that, I mean, we are going to send you means that Lady Pastor Joel is going to send it to all of us. You understand what it means? Good. And let's learn it. We learn it by first enjoying it. So enjoy it with you at home and everything. Amen. I'm saying this to say that we all, you see, as a church, we have music. I'm coming. We have music. We have music that um, is ours. Two sets of music. Okay? One is music that the prophet has written to us. These are like messages that the prophet has written to us in song. Okay? It's important that we embrace it and we get into them. Okay? Then we have other music that, that's why they were shouting, do you see? And we have other music that, as a church, we have also embraced. Do you get it? That put together becomes our musics. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Music. Say with me, musics. Don't say music or music. No, zigs, zigs with an S, with a G at the end and an S and a Z in the middle. Musics, which means variety of music or varieties of musics. Do you see it? Now, let's all embrace it and embrace the music. Get into them. When you are worshiping, we have nice songs. We are, if you want to be happy, we have nice songs. If you want to be loved, those, we have nice songs. We have songs that talk to young men who are in relationships and husbands. It says, be nice, be nice and caring. Do you get it? Yeah, spend some money. Yeah, do you get it? So it's an advice. Do you get it? Enjoy it. Do, do you get it? Then we have, I'll be calling you. Is that not so? Yeah. If you are playing this at home all the time, when your husband goes to work, he will call you. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you have gone through a breakup, we have a song for it. To teach you to teach you, yeah, it's the breakup of my relationship. Do you see? And the lessons that you must learn so that your relationship doesn't break up. These are all good musics written to us and for us. You, you, you understand? So that, like, even through music, we can be connected. Amen. Can I get an Amen. amen. Yeah, so please, everybody, like, and this song, I'm, I, I was talking it at dawn on Sunday. Anybody who came to my office Sunday morning, this is the music I was playing there loudly. Because the children next to me, they also have speakers. So when they are pumping their sound, I don't hear myself in the office. So I also pump my sound like that. I also don't hear them. It's as simple as that. So you are blasting me from up. They are blasting me from next door. I have to find a way of surviving. But I was soaking it and I was happy. Do you get it? So I want us to learn it. And anytime we come, we are coming to preach. We'll sing it together. Amen. 
at least to appreciate the work that the prophet has done. Yeah. You, you, you don't know what it takes to write a song. One, the words must be meaningful. Two, they must say some. Three, they must go with their song. And you must have enough words. I remember... <laughs> I remember a man of God some years ago tried to write a song. So he wrote the song and he sent the song to me and to ask one of you to sing, learn to sing it. So I got one of my best singers to sing the song. And when she sang the song, when it finished, it was less than a minute. So I sent it to the man of God that this is the song is being sung with soundtrack and everything. It's less than a minute. And a song cannot, it's like a, a, a jingle. It can't be that. So then, so I, I advised him that we need to, you need to write more verses because it was a Michael Jackson song that he was converting. And I said, if you look at Michael, and that man of God is not easy to convince. So I said, when you look at Michael Jackson's song, it has verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. There's a place that he dances, then he does the move. So it must all be inside. So after about two days, he said, okay, they they should sing the chorus twice. So we did the chorus, did everything we could. We're still less than two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so... I said, well, we are still less than, at least, let's get to three minutes. Then it's a song, standard music, three to five minutes. Do you see it? But, so he said, you write other verses. Up till today, I've been waiting. Do you get it? So, when somebody writes a song, that there are enough words in the song to fill the whole music, eight minutes of talking, we got to appreciate it. We got to appreciate it. We got to appreciate it. All right? So we'll learn it today. We are not ready. It's just, I told Lady Reverend you next week, but I don't know why when I got up there, I came. It's like when something is on your heart, it's on your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Okay? And it will help you to fall in love with Jesus. Do you get it? It's not every day. Rambo, I love you. Rambo, I need you. Rambo, I feel... No. Fall in love with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus also deserves love. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Amen. So, help you, Joel, finish us with the song, Let Us Be Happy. Okay. John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Amen. Amen. So I'm still talking about shepherding. Okay? Shepherding. And we've talked about becoming a good shepherd by doing your assignment. Is that not so? Become a good shepherd by doing your shepherding assignments. Okay? Today, we want to talk about become a good shepherd by following a good example. By following what? A good example. All right? So, how to become a good shepherd by following 
a good example. And who is a good example of a shepherd? Jesus himself. Amen. Jesus is the best example of a good shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known of mine. Amen. So Jesus is the quintessential example of a good shepherd. So if you need an example of somebody to follow so that you can become a good shepherd, that person is Jesus. Amen. Amen. Your pastor may be a good shepherd, but he's not like Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so Jesus is our example and we want to become shepherds like Jesus. So I want to take you through 27 or 35, depending on how the weather is like. <laughs> Ways to become a good, or 35 examples or things that Jesus did as a good Shepherd. Number one, follow the example. Become a good shepherd by following all examples set by the good shepherd, which is what I've told you. All right? Number two, become a good shepherd by preaching, teaching, and healing. Become a good shepherd by preaching, teaching, and healing. Matthew 9.35, Jesus said... And the Bible says, and Jesus went about all the cities and villages, preaching in their synagogues, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Amen. A good shepherd is a preacher. A good shepherd is a teacher. A good shepherd is a healer. Amen. Preaching, teaching, healing. Preach, teach, and heal. If you want to know what a shepherd does or what a pastor does, he preaches, he teaches, and he heals. So become a preacher. Those of you never want to preach or you never want to teach or you never want to heal, that's not the example of Jesus Christ. Amen. You must become somebody who preaches to your people. If you, I, I am your shepherd, how many of you have heard me preach to you before? Okay, let me put the question in another because maybe you didn't understand. How many of you I have preached to you before? Then I'm your shepherd. How many of you have taught you before? Then I'm your shepherd. How many of you have prayed for you to be healed before? Maybe you were not healed, but at least I prayed for you. <laughs> That's the work of a shepherd. Amen. Amen. She was shocked. <laughs> yeah. At least I, I pray for you to be healed. Yeah. You have been shot. I prayed for you. You survived. How many people survive gunshots? Yeah. With no scar. Yeah, because we don't have a scar anymore. No surgery, nothing. Yeah. Those of you who don't understand what they are saying, one day, I was at home when my sheep called me. And she was screaming, Pastor, I've been shot. I've been shot. So I took my car and rushed there. 
to the scene where she had been shot. Yeah, a good shepherd. Yeah, to see her and to encourage her and to pray for her. Today, we can see that she, she didn't die from the gunshot. From the shot. Yeah, and she doesn't have a scar from the shot. Yeah. We have a miracle. You see, she should have been going around testifying, but you know, you know, today's sheep. Today's sheep, they don't have faith. Hallelujah. But what am I saying? You see, one day I was traveling with some pastors, and one of them said to me, I go to, I have a particular house that I visit. And when I visit the house, they are happy. But one day I visited the house. Then when I was leaving, the grandmother of the house said, Pastor, you are a very good pastor. You come here, you teach us, you talk to us, you encourage us, you love us, but you never pray for us. You never pray for us. Then, like, so this my pastor was telling me, and I was saying that, listen, as for a pastor, your job is to pray. God's job is to heal, your job is to pray. So I said to him, when you go there, pray for the people. Anybody I visited before, you before, when I come to your house, I pray. By the, when I'm leaving, oh, by all means, I'll lift up my prophetic arm and pray over your house. Even if I was there yesterday and I've come again, I'll pray again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I say my goodbye. You'll be talking. You are in the middle of something. You are saying, say, so you know, Bishop, then we went to the place. Then, then I'll just, Father, thank you for this house. <laughs> it means, look, it's over. You are, your airtime is finished. <laughs> look, you are in the middle. You are telling me something, you know. So my teacher called me. Then I just left up. Father, thank you for this house. Let your presence, let your power be here. When I finish, when I get up, I'm going. <laughs> but by all means, I will pray. Do you get it? As a shepherd, your sheep should be sure about these things, that you will preach to them. You will teach them. Sometimes at a certain stage, preaching and teaching is more, more or less the same. Do you get it? Because maybe you don't get a setup, like a formal setup like what I have. Sometimes you are going somewhere with them. Sometimes you are walking with them. It's all the chance to teach them something. Teach them some. So preach, teach, and heal. What is healing? Pray for them to be healed. Hey, look, one day I invited a man of God for a convention. And then I gave the, I think I, I put something under the, the poster. Come, like for healing or prophetic healing, something. So he called me and he asked me, has any of your church members told you that they are sick? So that's what he asked me. So I said, oh, no, my church members, none have said that they are sick, but I've gone to the hospital to tell them to bring all the sick people for the program. So don't worry. Seven mad people are coming and 13 sick people are coming. Then we all laughed. But the reality is that you will think that it's only when your church members say that they are sick that you should pray for them. Do you get it? But sometimes they are sick. They don't know they are sick. 
Sometimes the sickness is emotional. Sometimes it's physical. When it's physical, that's when you see. Sometimes it's spiritual. One sheep, you gave the sheep the same advice over and over again. There must be a problem. Something is not right. Something is not working. The same advice you have given the sheep the same as seven times. So go to school. Go January, go to school. February, go to school. March, go to school. April, May, June, go to the same. We are now in July. We are approaching August. If August comes, you have to give the same advice. Go to school. There must be something. That, there must be. There must be. Something that is making sure that your advice doesn't get to them. Something. There's a malfunction somewhere. Yeah, so you have to pray for them. Yeah, sometimes they don't even know they are sick. But pray for them. A lot of the sicknesses we go through, sometimes we don't even see. God just saves us from it. How many of you have gotten a fever blister before? But you were not sick. Yeah, it's called what? Mlongo. Zlonda. Okay, it's long. We'll come to it. But you know what I'm talking about. Mlongo, a long one that he said about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a sign that a fever tried to come. And you got healed of it. And now it's, it's just showing off. You know these children, when you stop them from doing something, then they are throwing a tantrum. Yes, that's it. Do you get so pray for them to be healed. Now, if you don't pray for them, how would you know that you even have a healing gift? How would you know? You have to try it. Be healed. Be healed. Some of the people you pray for them, and then they take them to the hospital. You'll be surprised that your prayer maybe is what got them to the hospital. Yeah, pray for them anyway. They are going to the hospital, so pray for them. Let them go with your prayer to the hospital. Yeah. Number two or number three. Become a good shepherd by relating to your sheep. Every shepherd must discover the art of relating with other human beings. Influencing human behavior is one of the most important skills of a is one of the most important skills a pastor or a shepherd must develop. Working with human beings is a very complex undertaking. It is more difficult to learn how to relate and influence human beings than to do heart surgery. I have found that pastors live and die without learning this very important skill of relating with and influencing people. John 10, 3 says, To him the porter openeth. And the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Relate with your sheep. Relate with them. A good shepherd relates with his sheep. Yeah, relate with them. If you don't relate with them, you'll be so distant from them. You'll be so far away from them. Yeah, relate with them. Interact with them. Influence their lives by your relating with them. The more you talk to them, the more you interact with them, the more you relate to them, the better you are at influencing their lives. 
You will not even know what is going on in their life for you to even say, oh, no, 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 no. This one, it will end in tears. <coughs> it will end in tears. If you don't relate, you will know. I was just at a camp with some of our um, people this weekend. Just three days of being with them. I've learned so many things about them, which I wouldn't have known. Just by watching them, without even asking them a question. By watching them. As I'm preaching, I'm watching them. They think I'm only preaching, but I'm also watching them. Because I don't preach with my eyes closed. I preach with my eyes open. Do you see it? So you know them. <laughs> As you relate with them, you will know things. I, look, I discovered at the camp, Lady Reverend, people with relationships, undercover relationships. FBI. FBI relationships. Or not F FBI is even in the open. CIA Covert, covert relationships. Yeah. Lady Pastor Rashida, look, I mean, undercover, undercover relationships. You see, now they are using my words against me. They said I should tell you that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So you let's keep it there. Let's keep it there. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I agree with you. I agree with you. That was a good one. You will discover things about them. As you relate with them. And remember, they are not in necessarily, even it's not intentional that they are trying to do the wrong thing. Yeah, maybe nobody has taught them. Nobody has guided them in that way. But if you don't interact with them, you won't get to know to be able to guide them onto the right path. Onto the right path. Many of our young people who are in relationships should not be in relationships at this particular point. At this particular point. Why? They've not learned to be alone. They have not learned to be alone. This is the time to learn to be alone. Because look, I, I was surprised. I'm of 13. You're already you're on your second boyfriend. 13. We are not counting the crashes that you had that never materialized. I'm talking about 13. You are on this. You have had your first breakup. You're on the second person. You have already understood that song. This is the breakup of my relationship. You already know. You can relate with it. 13. So you have grown every day there must be somebody in the picture. 
That's why I say you can uh, look uh, as a pastor. I've seen some you the person has ended the relationship now. Like today is the time that the person has come to see me. I'm breaking up with um, Jones. Do you get it? Then, okay. So, me usually when you come and tell me that you want to break up, by all means, I'll give you a prayer sentence. Yes. After the prayer sentence, let's say if the prayer sentence is one week, some people, their prayer sentence is three days, some is one week, some is one month. After the one month or so, they come, they say, break up. I say, okay, no problem, break up. By the next month, I meet them, they are already in a six-month relationship with the next person. And they are deeply... Do you know how you know that it's been there for a long time? They are deeply in love. Come again. Yeah, it's not, it's not adding a but. That, I'm, I'm giving you history. I'm not giving you maths. I'm telling you what I've experienced. I, yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. All I'm saying is that we had the breakup meeting now. Do you get it? Now. Then, next month they tell you, oh, they are in a relationship. And that one even you find out accidentally. Then you ask, how long have you been together? Six months. And they differentiated and they integrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this thing applies to many of our young people. Even those who can't overlap, those who don't overlap, you see they break up now. Tomorrow, they come and show you somebody else. What do you think about this one? They say... Once they give you the... You, you can even see from the light that comes from their eyes. The eye is singing. I have found a new life. That's what it is singing. So, if you don't interact with them and t- bring their minds to these things, that listen, when we say self-control and discipline, the first one, is to be by yourself. That's the first thing, lesson you must learn that I am by myself. And I'm happy. I'm okay. As a guy, as a girl, I'm by myself. I am okay. Before now, when you come and add this guy to my life, it's an add-on. Without him, I'm okay. With him, I'm okay. That's it. But many of our young people, no, 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 no. They can't stay without a relationship. No, no, no. If you don't interact, you, you won't tell them. They, you won't be able to. They feel, I need to have a girl. I got to get myself a girl. At any point in time, I got to get myself a girl. Or I got to get myself a guy. Yeah, there must be something, somebody. Oh, and we grow up with it. We grow up with it. So, you see, you are no longer as young as you were before, but those tendencies are there. Yeah. And when you grow up with it, you see, you see some of these, our aunties, it looks like they've stopped these things. 
they have not stopped. There's no demand. There's no demand. Demand has dropped drastically. When they are going for a funeral, you see how they dress up. They are just hoping. Hoping that per adventure, another Malume will appear. Yeah, Saudi Arabia will come into the market and put in a bid. But there's no demand. One day, I was going to visit one lady with my wife. And when we got there, I saw the grandmother sitting out there. I mean, grandmother, I'm not talking about mother, grandmother, smoking pipe. Yeah, proper grandmother. And there was another guy, another grandfather, smoking, the, they were sharing the pipe. So as we were there interacting, I asked the sheep, who is this? Tamkulu. Then she said, oh, it's my grandmother's boyfriend. Hi! Yeah, it's my grandmother's boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Look, and this grandmother was the one working to look after this old man. Yeah. So I'm saying that, I'm saying this to say that most of, like self-control, it starts from now. Being alone when you must be alone. You have not trained yourself with it. So you will see to be, demand has fallen, you are just hoping, oh God. But if you don't interact with the sheep, know these things. You won't know details about them to help them. You won't know. Because you will be somebody who's far away from them. So interact with them. Relate with them. Talk to them. Spend time with them. Be with them. Jesus ate with his disciples. He traveled with his disciples. He went onto a boat with his disciples. I don't know what boat cruise, but at least he went on a cruise with them, on a boat with them. Yeah, all these things. Maybe he went swimming with them. Then he ended up walking on the water. You know, you never know. But he spent time with them to interact and relate with them. You too, if you are going, and start. You see, I'm waiting to become the shepherd of a big group before. No, that's, this is how you move from one to two, two to three, three to four, like that. You have one, do it with that one. Do it with that one sheep. Number four, I'm giving you seven and then we go home. Four, become a good shepherd by fighting all who enter the sheepfold as thieves and robbers. A good shepherd must recognize that there are many people that seek to destroy what he is building. Enemies are part of life. God told David, sit down till I make your enemies your footstool. David was constantly fighting, was, was constantly aware of the fight he was in, he was in. 
He was aware of the reality of evil. Don't try to be a nice gentleman who lives at peace with all and sundry. Sometimes to be a good shepherd, you must label, you must label the enemy and fight with him. John 10, 1, it says, Verily I say unto he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Amen. As a shepherd, I think four and five, they are, they are related in a way. Yeah, I'll come to that. As a shepherd, you must be able to fight off all these illegal shepherds, vampire shepherds, shepherds who, who come into the lives of the sheep the wrong way. And you must identify them and label them. This is what disloyal people don't like, that we have identified them and we have labeled them. Because if we don't, the sheep, they don't know. They don't know. They are just walking. They say, he's quoting a scripture. Uh, then they are just following. But meanwhile, that's danger. Ngozi. Ngozi is danger. Is that also? Yeah. It's in yoga. It's also what? A snake. Yeah. Ngozi. Danger. Label it. Anything that is dangerous, you see they put a red line on it and they've written danger or ngozi. So that when you see it, you see that this is danger. Get away from it. Some people are dangerous. Even in the church, some people are dangerous to be your friends. Yeah, some people are not the right influence for your sheep. But you are also sitting there, oh, they are Christian brothers and Christian sisters. Let them relate and love one another. Beloved, let us love, for love is of God. In him alone there is love. Hey. This one doesn't have the love of God. Yeah, label them. Identify them and label them. If you don't put a label on them, the sheep will not see. Yeah. But look, when did I come? Wait, 40 days or something. I parked my car. When I parked my car, I saw some boys talking to one of the girls down there. I got out. I wasn't even, it wasn't even my car. I was get, being given a ride, a lift. I got out of the car. I said, hey, come here. I said, who are those guys? So, this one is my cousin. This one, I said, you are lucky. <laughs> you are lucky, it's your cousin, cousin, brother, cousin, sister. Immediately. Smell danger quickly. Yeah. So, I said, I got out of my car and I shouted, hey, come back. Come here. Come here. Even where the car was parked was suspicious. Because if you are coming, you have to park where we can all see you. You have gone to park at uh, Easy Nyoga Ngozi Junction. Ngozi Junction. Do you see the Ngozi bend over there? Yeah, you are going to park down there. What is it that you are seeing down there that you can't say here? I say, hey, come here. Yeah, even I'm still investigating. If you don't, you see, you always be mopping up problems. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's like you, you always be cleaning up after them a mess. Cleaning up after a mess. Be able to spot the danger in advance. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, so label, show them this one, dangerous, this one, not good, this one, be careful. Yeah, dangerous people around, enemies are real. Yeah, enemy, I, I know you, you don't have enemies. I know you are a very good person. You don't offend people, you don't do anything wrong. I mean, look at you, do you do something wrong? Very nice guy, nice sister, you don't do anything wrong. But I know me, as for me, I know that I have enemies. I'm coming. I know that as for me, Snare, get off your phone, please. Me, I know me, that I have enemies. Do you, do you get When I'm moving around, I can even feel it around me. When I'm moving around, I can feel that I have enemies. When I'm preaching, I can feel it. When I'm moving in the church, I can feel it. When I'm moving out of the church, I can, I can feel That's why you will hardly see me in town. When I'm coming to town, I mask myself because I don't want my enemies to see me. <laughs> yeah. I know. So me, I have enemies. But because I'm your priest... You also have enemies. I know you also have enemies. Because Hosea 4.9. Is it 4.9? 4.9. It says like people like priests. The people are exactly like they are priests. That's it. And there shall be, they will appear like people, like priests. Yeah, the people and the priests, they, they are all the same. So once I have enemies, you also have enemies. Enemies are real. Wake up. Stop being too nice. Everybody, you, are, you can see that this guy is destroying what you are doing, but you are excessively nice to the person. Even the sheep, when they see you, they are confused. Because they are like, even they, they are wary of that person. But you are comfortable with the person. In the midst, in clear and present evil and danger. You are comfortable. Yeah. Be able to mark and say, hey, this one, no. This one, no. This, I know people in the church who are bad influence. Bad influence. They won't leave the church. Types of people who are in the church. Number one. Warn them against number one. Warn them against number two. Can you see? Should I come closer? I'm coming. I'm coming. Number one, the parties, those who leave the church, warn them. They will tell you, we, we have not, we have not, we have left the church, we have not left God. No problem. No problem. No problem. It's not a problem. We are not, we don't have a problem with that. But the church is also a fellowship, it's a family. So if you have left the family, let us be free. We were here and you left us. We shouldn't be following you to where you have gone. 
or where you are. Yeah, number one. And also watch people who are always moving with these type of people. I said, careful of people who are always moving with these type of people. Because they seem to agree with them on something. They have some agreement. They have some agreement. Whether they will deny it, you see, they will deny it when they come in public. They will deny it. No, it's not like the way you think, you see, because things are also different. It's a, things are very different in a certain type of way. You don't understand everything. Not everything is black and white. Some are yellow, some are blue, some are green, some. It's true, yes, but watch them. I said, just watch them. Number two, watch proud people. As the shepherd, you must identify these people and warn your sheep about them. Number three, pretenders. Pretenders. Pretend, they are this, they are that. They are this, they are this here, they are that there. They are this here. You see, this is why I said watch those who also are friends, close bodies, tight, tight relatives with departees. Because you have to have a different persona here and a different persona with them. You have to. You can't be this. You, I mean, you, have, you, have, you must have a split personality. To be able to be happy there and happy here. You change your mind like a girl changing clothes. Yeah, you are like that. You are hot and you are cold. You are, you're, you're, you're wrong when it's right. You are right when it's wrong. You are up when it's down. You are left when it's right. You are black when it's white. You are lost when it is found. Pretenders, pretenders, two-faced people. You say, we love you. Wicked guy. We love you, Bishop. Wicked guy. Warn your people against them. It's a matter of time. If you leave them with them, your people will become like that. Oh, Bishop, you, you see, you do things. That's why people criticize you because as you have even come to say, say, you are hot when it's cold, you are cold when it's warm. Why would they criticize you? Oh, no problem. You are good. Continue being good. Sorry for left. Ignorant people. Ignorant people. Watch them. Ignorant people means that people who don't learn and don't ask for the real facts. You see, you won't ask the details. Then boom, you are gone into it. You have concluded. Hey, there's no smoke without fire. Those of you who have been vaping, where is the fire? Where is the fire? Where is the fire? Well, by the way, it has just been discovered, it was on BBC Today, that vaping causes testicular cancer and a reduction in 
production of sperm. That's just some science for you. Just, I, it's not me. It was on BBC today. Ignorant people, people who don't ask the right questions to know. You see, before you make your mind on something, at least, have you not heard the saying that don't judge a book by its cover? Ask questions and know something before you react. Open the book. Of course, accusers. Always pointing fingers. Be careful of them. This one is the mother. Be careful of the mother. People who don't remember the things we've been through together, the things that have been done with them, the victories we have won together, the challenges we have faced together, they've forgotten how far back we've come. They're dangerous. People who park their cars down there. Dangerous people. Dangerous. People who are in there. These people are perhaps the most dangerous of all the group. These ones, they will never leave the church. Never. They are sons. They are here forever. They will never leave. You can even offer them money to leave. They won't leave. But they will be here and cause trouble. They will be here and just cause trouble. They will not go anywhere. Look, I know people in the church who have caused people to leave the church and they are still in the church. No, they are, they are going nowhere. Even when they cause you to leave, they ask you, why have you left? Why did you leave? they are the cause of your departure. You see, when we had our troubles, one, one person called me and said to me that, what is this that these people are doing? And, and then the person started to laugh. Laugh and laugh. <laughs> How stupid can they be? How childish can they be? They laughed and laughed. And I was just listening to the person over the phone. Then we finish that discussion. How many of you think that this will be the most faithful person throughout the, the battles? Oh, this person was the number one champ. Anybody the person interacts with, there's a problem. Champion. Champion. I said, look, I remember where I was sitting. The person was just laughing. The different people call. Some will call and cry. I will comfort them. Some will call and ask, what should I do? I will advise them. This one, she called and she was laughing at them. Laughing. How can such a funny idea even occur to you? She was laughing, 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 laughing. Oh, number one problem. Number one. Yeah. Number one. When I finish preaching, then she will update her status. When I, look, and in those times, you have to fight for the church. When I finish, then I'll see the counter on statuses. Yeah. Yeah. Status wars. Yeah, then I'll see the counter. It's like the response. Jadine Sancho vibes. The response. Yeah. And would never leave the church. Oh, yeah. Even if you try to search, search it, it would never go. But 
cause problem for me. Yeah. Of course, this is why I don't want to say it for you to go home and update your status. But watch that. <laughs> Then undercover, invisible. People you can't see under. They are hiding under. You can't see them. But they are the secret agents. I'm always weary of anybody I don't know. Like I don't know you. Or I don't know somebody who knows you. Many of you, I hardly interact with you. But I know somebody who interacts with you regularly. That's why I'm comfortable around you. Yeah, I mean, hardly, but... I know somebody who knows you. So if I want to know anything about it, I just need to call the person. How's this person? Even today, as we were getting ready to leave home, I asked my wife, how's this person doing? Shepherding wise, Christian life, school. I, I just, I, and for me, it's, it's almost like I've interacted with you. That's why I said, Rudolph, after church, come and talk to my wife. So I know somebody who interacts with you. So I'm always, I don't know anybody. I, I don't, you brought your people to come and see me some time ago. Is that not so? Do you know that I don't remember their names? I know there's um, Oluande, Oluanda, Oluandi, and Oluando. Owami, Owamo, Owamai, like they have those names. Owetu, Owela, Owe, like they, they come into a group, then they form one set of names. You just change A. I, O, U, you change the vowel, then it's about six of them. Is that not so? Yes. Then you take another name, you also change the vowels. Either the vowel at the beginning or the vowel at the end. Then it's one. That's all I remember. But because of your interaction with them, I'm okay. If I want to know anything, you are there. Very simple. But if I don't know anybody who knows you, hey, Hey, under cover. Under what? Cover. Not undercover, please. I went to school during the day. Undercover. Warn them, identify them, and protect, like, protect the sheep from them. Yeah. Protect the sheep from them. Very simple. Let me give you number five, and then we go home. Number five, become a good shepherd by recognizing and condemning all who have ever tried to take away the sheep. Recognizing and condemning anyone who has tried to take the sheep away. It says, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. John 10, 8. This is Jesus speaking. Jesus identified those who are taking the sheep. Recognize and condemn their acts. Don't just be silent. Also, you don't have any sheep. Some of you, your sheep are friends. You see, they are friends with people who are taking them away from. Recently, I asked, I think I asked L.P. Joel or something about a particular sheep. Then she was telling me how... Her friends, her roommates are laughing at her when she comes to church. You have to recognize this, this happy, these people are going to take the sheep out of church. So your job is also to take her away from them. Recognize, warn them. Warn her against them or warn him against them. You don't just sit down and just be watching. They 
don't scatter all of them. I remember one of our members told a group of people that they are starting a new church and she's going to come with a bus to come and carry them to the new church. A new branch. She's going to come with a bus to come and carry them. So I was wondering, uh, which of my pastors is starting a branch that he has not told me? Which one? So I checked, Pastor Spa, are you starting a branch? He said, no. Pastor, no. David, no. Kitty, no. Rashida, no. Pastor Spiel, no. Ah, so maybe he's this way. So I went, Lady Reverend, no. LP Yvonne, no. Hey, no. Pastor Zoli, Apostolic Pastor Zoli, no. Pastor MC, no. I said, ah, what is the new branch? After, so I said, who is the one who said she's coming with the bus? When I heard the name, I said, ah, Ingozi. 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 Yeah, like I'm bringing a bus to come and carry you. Yeah. So, <laughs> So this person was confused. So asked another shepherd, ah, I hear that there's another branch and a bus is coming to take us on Sunday. That's how come we got to know. I mean, she was just asking a question. I hear that there's a bus. We are starting, we are starting a new branch and a bus will come and take us on Sunday. Yeah, a bus will come and take us on Sunday. So he was asking the shepherd that, oh, that's, this is what I hear. Breaking news, a bus is coming for us. We are starting a new branch. Then the shepherd said, ah, which branch is that? We are not starting any new branch. We are at where we are. We are there. We are there where we are. Identify them and condemn them. Don't just be smiling and saying nothing. By the time you realize all your sheep are gone. All your sheep are gone. They are all gone. Jesus, I did. You are, are, you, are, you, are you more of a shepherd than Jesus? Are you more loved? You see, don't be deceived by this type of say, let us show the love of God. The love of God to who? By leaving your sheep to robbers and thieves. Who are you showing the love of God to? To the robbers or to the sheep? I ask again, EFF, are we showing love? (laughs) Are we showing love to the robbers or to the sheep? of God. You see, and you see, some of these statements have been stretched beyond its elastic limits or its level of elasticity. So let's show the love of God. Let's, let's be let beloved. Let us love for love is of God. No, 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 no. The person is trying to take the God's sheep away. You are talking about love. 
Where is the love of God when the person is trying to destroy what God is building? Ah! No problem. We will show the love of God, but let's rescue the sheep first. When you go to the hospital, they have that your triangle thing, what is it called? On who to care for first. Triage. Yeah. They have a triangle. Next time you see it at the hospital, just open up. Is it in colors? Red, yellow, green. Different colors. Indians. Anyway, sorry. Different colors. When you are in red, it means you must be taken care of now. Yeah. Then yellow. Amber. There's blue. And if you have blue, you can go home and come. Green, as for green next month, we can deal with you next month. You will still be okay. Your ear will hurt, but you will be okay. Do, do you get it? You will be okay. Blue, we can give you some panadol and come. If the hospital is full, we can let you come from home. Yellow, you wait a bit. But red. Yeah, red. Recently, one of our sisters collapsed due to one or two situations. When I got there, they said... Should, uh, I should take her to the hospital. Then I said, no, let's let the ambulance come. Because if I take her to the hospital, she will, go, she will be green. She will wait there until tomorrow. But if the ambulance brings her in, she will jump the queue. So let's wait. We may be here an extra 20 minutes waiting for the ambulance, but the time we lose here, we will gain it when she gets to the hospital. Yeah. So which one do we deal with? The, when, when, the, when the bear came to take David's sheep, and David got there, all the love songs you know about God, David is the one who wrote them. He's the one who wrote them. But when he got there, the sheep was created by God, and the bear was also created by God. But when he got there, he showed the love of God in different ways. He showed the love of God by killing the bear. Yeah, that's a sign of love. Yeah, defending the sheep from the bear and defending the sheep from the lion. You that you are reading David's book to love God. You want to love God more than David loved God. Or you want to show God's love beyond David's level. So you see that this one is a danger. You say, let's show the love. That's why I said, it's been overstretched. Yeah, it's been overstretched. And these are the sayings that some way people throw in your face. So that you don't do what, you don't stand your ground. Because they know that as soon as they throw it, oh, we have not left God. We have left the church. Then you are weak. Anybody who is with God will be with the church. Anybody who is with God. Will be with the church. But it's a statement for backsliders. The first time I saw it on social media, I said, This is a statement for backsliders. It's something to make backsliders feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Make backsliders feel comfortable. Yeah. So, you know, let us love. If God is love, will He send us to hell? The love Himself is the one who has made hell. Bible says, and the Lord made the wicked for the day of evil. The Lord made who? The wicked 
for the day of evil. God knows that there will be a day of evil and he will need some wicked people to carry it out. So he made them for it. <laughs> yeah, he made the wicked for the day of evil. The one who, he's not, he's not trying to love, he's not loving, he's love. He's the love. He made the wicked for the day of evil. Yeah. Sometimes even judgment is a sign of love. I can't talk about all of it today. My time is up. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Become a good shepherd by following Jesus' shepherding examples. So learn. John 10 is littered with the many things that Jesus did. Let's read it. Let's learn from it. So that you will be a good shepherd to the sheep that God has entrusted into your hands. Yeah. A good shepherd to them. Hallelujah. Lift your hands just for a minute and pray and say, Lord, help me to be a good shepherd. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Makolaba sepaloba brinde beda laba zimbayolaba nemo mami mele basala pimpoyalaba mekoba make me a good shepherd make me a good shepherd in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father thank you for tonight thank you for your people thank you for this short lesson into becoming a good shepherd like Jesus we pray, give us the grace. Holy Spirit, help each and every one develop into that good shepherd as Jesus was. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You are here tonight. You want to welcome Jesus into your heart. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I, come to you tonight, I come to you tonight just as I am. Just as I, am. I, am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of, Please my, forgive sins. Me of my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord, be my Lord and, be my savior. and be my Savior. From today, From today I belong to you. I, belong to I will you. serve you I will save for you. the rest of my life. The rest of my Thank, life. You, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. To save me. Amen. Amen. Wow, put your hands together for the Lord. All right, you may be seated. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.